Chapter 69 of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, by St. Bonaventure. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 69 Our Blessed Lady's Departure from the Sepulchre and Return to Mount Zion. When Joseph of Arimathea had completed his office of burying our Saviour, and was about returning to Jerusalem, he came to the Blessed Virgin, and entreated her, with many solicitations, to retire to his house, with the companions and sharers in her grief, offering it, and all he was master of, to her service and command. But our Blessed Lady graciously returning him thanks, excused herself from going thither because she was committed by her son to the care of his beloved disciple john who when joseph turned to him to beseech him to prevail upon her to honour his house with her sacred presence told them all that he must lead her immediately to mount zion the place where jesus had but the night before supped with his disciples and where he himself proposed to remain with her upon which they forthwith adored at the sepulchre and after paying their submission to the holy virgin and their respects to her company they went their way but our blessed lady st john and the devout women remained some time longer opposite to the sepulchre at length st john remonstrating to our blessed lady that it was neither safe to remain there late at night nor decent to enter the city much later in the day she humbly arose and kneeling before the sepulchre embraced it saying farewell my dearest best beloved son since i may not must not stay longer near you i recommend you to your eternal father's all-wise and almighty care then lifting her eyes to heaven with abundance of tears and heart full of grief said to you o eternal father i recommend this dear deposit of your and my only begotten son o take under your protection and guard from every insult his precious body and with it accept my soul which i here leave together with it then rising she departed with her companions from the monument when they came again to the cross she kneeled down and adored saying here died my dear my precious son here he poured out the generous sea of blood for man's redemption and after her example all did the same nor is it without good grounds that we may believe our blessed lady to have been the first reverer of the cross when they approached the city the women veiled her like a widow wailing distressed and afflicted before her whilst she proceeded with her head and face quite covered between st john and st mary magdalene at their entrance into it a pious contention arose between magdalene and st john she pleading hard that our blessed lady might come to reside at her house alleging the goodness with which our lord had honoured her in his lifetime in resorting to it he on the other hand being desirous of leading the sacred virgin to mount sion where he said she would be safer and more within the reach of all their friends 
accordingly our blessed lady determined to go thither and magdalen followed her as they passed through the city many devout persons of both sexes met her condoled with her and cried aloud against the injustice done to her divine son as they accompanied her to the house whither she was repairing when she arrived at the place where she was to remain turning to her attendants she returned them thanks and they submissively bowing paid her homage and condolence our lady was followed by her two sisters and magdalen into the house after which st john placing himself at the door returned thanks to the rest and on account of the lateness of the evening dismissed them but with eyes disconsolate did this childless mother look round the house where she could no more see the object of all her delight o fair and beauteous o lovely son she said where art thou now o john where is my only son o magdalen where is thy master that more than parent who loved thee so tenderly o beloved sisters where is my jesus every joy is now fled from me every sweetness every pleasing sight now vanishes from my eyes now he is no more before me alas alas what agonies he suffered alas how my grief augments whenever i look back and consider him all torn all bruised disfigured sighing panting and fainting with thirst anguish and violence what insults what torments and what taunts did he not go through and i in vain wished to comfort him his foes inhumanly abused him his friends meanly and shamefully forsook him his poor his tender mother wanted power to help him and his father his almighty father would not rescue him and with what haste was he not hurried to the cruel inhumanly cruel unnaturally cruel slaughter what wretch so vile was ever condemned and executed with so much injustice barbarity and precipitation as my poor innocent inoffensive son jesus o my son in this last and unhappiest of nights wast thou basely betrayed inhumanly seized perfidiously condemned and now cruelly crucified thou liest unjustly murdered o dearest jesus how bitter is this separation from thee and how insupportable the sad reflection on thy undeserved ignominious death thus went on this tender this afflicted mother till st john at length besought her to desist from her excessive grief and administered comfort to her do you amidst your pious contemplation wish to do the like devout reader obey her minister to her and attend and comfort her join with st john in preparing something for her refection and for those who are with her who are all fasting and faint and when you have indulged yourself a while in this pious spiritual officiousness procure the virgin's blessing and depart. End of chapter sixty nine.